0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 555. The Use of the Parlor None of the sisters will make use of the parlor without special permission of the Superior and the superior should not permit frequent visits. Those who have died to the world should not be going back to it, not even through conversations. But if the superior thinks it right to permit some sister to go to the parlor, let her observe the following directions. She herself should accompany the sister, and if she cannot do so, she should arrange to be replaced by a sister who will be bound to confidence and must not repeat what she has heard but who is to inform the superior of everything. Conversations ought to be short unless there is permission for extra time for the sake of the person who has come for the visit. However, the curtain is not to be drawn aside except for very special cases, as, for example, when the mother or father urgently asks that this be done. Letters. Every sister may write sealed letters to the ordinary to whom the house is subject. For any other letter, permission is required, and the sister shall hand the letter unsealed to the superior. The superior is to be guided by the spirit of love and prudence, and has the right to send or withhold the letter in the light of whatever is for the greater glory of God. However, I would like very much that such communications be as rare as possible. Let us help people by prayer and mortification, and not by correspondence. Confession Both the regular and the extraordinary confessors for the community will be appointed by the ordinary, the bishop. There will be one regular confessor, and he will hear the sisters' confessions once a week. The extraordinary confessor will come once every three months, and each sister is obliged to see him, even if she makes no confession. The two confessors will hold their posts in the convent for three years. Then, there will be a secret vote, and the superior will submit the results to the ordinary. The confessor can be reappointed for an additional three years, and even a third three-year term. The sisters will make the confession through a locked grill. The conferences to the community will also be given through a grill covered with a dark curtain. The sisters will never talk among themselves about confession or the confessors. Rather, let them pray for them that God may give them the light to direct their souls. Holy Communion The sisters should never talk about who goes more or who goes less frequently to Holy Communion. They should refrain from passing judgment on this subject, which does not concern them. All judgments in this matter belong exclusively to the confessor. The superior may speak to a sister not to inquire why she is not going to communion, but simply to make confession available to her. The superior should never dare to enter into the domain of the sister's consciences. The superior may sometimes arrange that the community offer communion for a certain intention. Each sister should strive for the greatest purity of soul, so that she might receive the Divine Visitor every day. On one occasion, when I entered the chapel, I saw the walls of a building in a state of disrepair, a torn-down building. The windows were without panes, and the doors had only frames with no paneling. Then I heard these words in my soul, This is where the convent will be. I was a little disappointed that these ruins were to be the convent. Saint Faustina here writes of the parlor. This is where cloistered sisters would meet visitors. My aunt was a poor Clare nun. I remember visiting her along with my family at the convent when I was growing up. We would go once or twice a year and speak to her from a parlor and she would be in another room separated from us by a grill, and we would speak to her through the grill. I can remember visiting some Carmelite convents as well, and speaking to the sisters through a grill like that. St. Teresa of Avila complained that the sisters in her convent gossiped with the women of the village through the grill of the parlor, and there seemed to be little difference, according to her, between the sisters and the other women in the village. For this reason, she said about her reform of the Carmelites. Normally, St. Faustina wants her congregation to speak to visitors through a curtain, not a grill, so that they can really be withdrawn from the world. The curtain can be drawn aside in exceptional cases, and she prefers that the sisters not write too many letters to family she wants the Sisters to assist people through their prayers and mortifications rather than through letters, which is sort of like an active apostolate. Confession should also take place through the grill, and conferences through the grill with a dark curtain. Uh, Saint Faustina also writes some thoughts about Holy Communion. And then she's given a vision of one of their future convents, and she writes that she's disappointed at the state of disrepair. Of the building. Saint Faustina is very honest and open as she writes her thoughts in her diary. That is why we can identify with her. She is a saint, but she is also so very human. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother.